That's my part too. <laughs> Yo, y'all tuned in. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of For Better or Worse. I am VA Verse. And across from me is as always, she always makes this big ass smile to <laughs> my lovely, accomplished woman, lady Z. Hey guys. Ooh. We back for another episode. Um I think we this time we wanted to talk about the R. Kelly situation. Well, not situation, the The shit the, we've been knowing for the last twenty years. That everybody's all like, oh my gosh, he's such a monster. We knew he ain't, he won't shit back in 97. Right. But did you not, did you not feel like you learned some things? I did. Through the documentary. And we're talking about the Surviving R. Kelly documentary too from Lifetime. Yes. I will admit that I did learn some stuff. I think it was probably around the last couple episodes because at first, when I when it first started looking at it, I was just like, you know, I don't understand why we're rehashing the whole R. Kelly shit. We knew about this back in ninety seven, ninety eight, two thousands. That he well, he was a piece of shit. We saw the video. Most mm-hmm. people did. Yeah. Um, I believe that there were two videos out, unless it was the same video, but most people saw the video. You know, people. You know, and we we knew that he he was a piece of shit, but you know they were able to separate the man from the music. Right. And now all of a sudden, with all the Me Too stuff and everybody getting their shit handed to them, like Bill Cosby and the other guy that ended up getting it, Russell Simmons, yeah, all of them. Now it's like, oh yeah, surviving R. Kelly, and it's like, oh, okay, I get it. You think um you think Lifetime. They need to do one for nasty ass uh, Playboy dude. Oh, Harvey Weinstein. Playboy. Play, no, leave Hugh alone. Hugh Hefner. That. Anyways, old they need act. to get. They I need like to get Hugh. Harvey don't Weinstein. get me. Don't get me wrong, but Hugh Hefner was 111 years old with damn 17, 18 year olds on his old ass lap. Like, let's not forget. Like, and I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just saying, like, if we're going to do this, if we're going to go after the men, let's not just. Well, we got to one one at a time. These is these is these is rings like these. These ain't just, you know, people like, you know, random people doing this random stuff like these are rings like R. Kelly's a ring. That's it's a it's a a, a sexual inappropriate ring of people. It's not just Mm -hmm. a person. And all it's the, and these people are out here, like you know what I'm saying. So I feel like we do have to take down all of these people, but we have to focus and take them down one at a time, and we got to get those people. Yeah. That's true. Like certain from the beginning, of course, they started off playing his songs, which which was like which was like a trigger for me because I had been suppressing R. Kelly's music for a minute now, like. <laughs> And when they just sit there and play the goddamn yeah. little clips of the good, the you know what I'm saying? And I'm, my body on the inside was just like. <laughs> Dancing. And I'm like, damn. And, uh, and the next day, I had an entire R. Kelly playlist in my head, like stuck in my head. I'd be like, oh, see, That's leave, that, no leave that seems like you're ready shit alone. Next thing you know, I'm feeling on booty. No, I don't want to feel on booty. Next thing AJ I'm. Yeah, like, I, don't know, I never sing that song anyway. I, you know what? <laughs> I never really sang Aaliyah songs. Mm-hmm. But that song was in my head for like three days. At the from the moment I wake up, I'm just like, "Why is the song? Yeah, it was in my I head. It was that. in my head. I was just humming it and everything. But I mean, they did. They played the bangers. Yeah, when it first came on, and that was my stance at first. It was just like, "Oh my gosh, we're gonna sit here and watch another black man get." tore down like they tore down Cosby like it's ridiculous Mm -hmm. we knew he was a piece of shit back in the 90s like here we go and the more I watched it the more I was like okay all right I mean some some let me be a hundred percent honest some of them girls I was just like all right I had a little face like 
oh, I was skipping school to go see R. Kelly and he put me in a room and I had to ask him to go to the bathroom. But didn't you go home? You skipped school. I mean, to come, no, 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 hold I on. Mean, hold on. You skipped school to come back. You kept coming back. Like the little, uh, I don't know if she was Hispanic, but the one, the girl, she was like, oh, he's just smacking me. And she kept coming back though. Like if you didn't like the way that you was treated, it's maybe not you sh- I'm mean, not let me finish. I, had, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish. And I'm not I'm not blaming the victims. Some of the victims though, I was just like like some of the older ones, like maybe the 17, 18-year-old ones. I'm just like if you kept coming back, I'm not saying that you deserved it. Nobody deserves a wrong treatment. I was just like I was kind of iffy on how I felt about it. Now the young ones, the 12-year-old girls, the 13s, stuff like that, it was just like okay, yeah, you have the argument of where's the kid's parent, things like that, but you also be like okay, dude, you a grown ass man. Like these little ass girls are barely developed. Like you're, you never you never mess with any older guys? I don't believe so. I think like if they were older, it's probably like maybe a year, mm-hmm. maybe a year or two. Mm-hmm. But no, unfortunately, unfortunately, my guys were younger than me. <laughs> unfortunately, um, yes. So I mean, I get what you're saying, but I know one thing. For one, I feel like when you're dealing with a minor, it's the it's the adult's job to be the properly thinking one because mm-hmm. kids are easily ma- manipulated that's you know what i'm saying that's how you that's why you have to raise a child that's because true. a child is able to be molded and to believe things that somebody that they respect or fear tells them you know when what I'm saying? they're a child right. you're absolutely right right and I, I know i know that you know when you start getting into the 16 and 17 and definitely 18 you're in in uh law terms in america you're 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 becoming an adult you're an adult at that time but kids 16 17 they haven't yet even developed into their adult brain yet you know what I I'm get saying? That. so um plus i want to say that's one and, and two abuse is kind of funny you know i have i have people in my family that were abused and stuff like that and and in the beginning it's like it is kind of hard to understand like why do you go back to that why do you go back to that like this person is hurting you harming you stuff like that but they it's like they hold on to like a little piece of goodness that because it's not all bad all the time right it's not and sometimes always and kicks all the time and sometimes when it's bad it's bad and sometimes when it's good it's great you know what i'm saying but when it's like like i said like you have the great times and uh, first and foremost they love the person and i know everybody's like oh my gosh she love him yes that is a love will make you do some crazy shit love will make you stand out in the rain catch pneumonia in front of somebody's house (laughs) love will make you stalk the person because you think that they doing something love will make you do some crazy shit love will make you ti a floyd mayweather yeah you know like love will make you do dumb shit so first and foremost they love the person and then on top of that like you have the good moments that you're holding on to because you see that this you may have seen when the person cried you may have seen when they were really happy and then all of a sudden they're acting like this other person it's just like okay and then that's where the what did I do maybe I shouldn't have said this maybe I shouldn't have said that I I did something to trigger him I know not to do it next time so I'm not by far saying like oh my gosh they are so stupid for staying with him I just at at when it comes to the 17 and olders I don't view it as statutory rape I view it as okay he a fucking asshole dude that's treating you bad but the main thing is that he's a pedophile or he he did the statutory rape thing so that's my main thing allegedly pedophilia yeah that he that he did all that so that i think that's the main thing i mean there's well, i mean there's, there's two things that's there's two things that's not alleged i guess the the marriage of him and Aaliyah that's not alleged and the sex tape mm-hmm. these are two things that are definitely not alleged these are proven things however he did escape and oh man that, so i want to get into uh, like we, we started breaking down kind of just that variable 
with the uh, girls and everything like that. It was, I want to say this while we're talking about the the young ladies that were, well, I guess some of them weren't young ladies at the time of the recording, but it was kind, it was sad. Like it was, it was, it was sad to see them like all talking and like tearing up and and being like super sad. That that was sad to me. Like, <laughs> no, she's not depressed. Not sad. Very, some, it's very sad to me. No, I mean some some of it, yes. Some of it was sad. I mean You know, as a woman you don't it, feel that or you do you, you feel like it's not real. To be completely honest, some of it was very sad, especially the ones toward the end where the girls were of age but they were basically brainwashed and when they when they took the young lady back to the house and she kind of had a panic attack when she went back in it uh two of the girls I don't know I just didn't it didn't feel genuine to me not saying that it was not genuine not taking anything away from them it just didn't seem genuine and I and I was like oh okay it just it just didn't it just seemed like it was a different motive not oh let me tell the story so other women will not be part of the cult well, what it would just the, mo- like what it would the motive different. be because the women weren't paid for that documentary i don't know it just didn't seem genuine it just didn't but i mean like i said i'm not taking anything away from them i'm not saying that this didn't happen to them and you know i'm not being trying to be mean that's just my personal opinion like some of them i was just like okay you know like i you listen to it you don't be disrespectful you don't roll your eyes but some of them it just wasn't like a heartstring jerker and some of them you're just tearing up you know like when the parents had to, to do all this stuff and this is parents it's these are girls with moms and dads it's not like they had father you know the dad issues and stuff like that some of them, i mean we don't a lot of them we didn't really know their parent to ah, parental structure mm-hmm. but there were uh a couple of them that we did because they were the parents actually right there and doing something. stuff yeah. yeah and that was i think that was one of the saddest parts that i could think of was when the parents were there saying like yo like my kid is gone right now mm-hmm. and that shit was like and you can see them at real. the window and then all of a sudden they're not there anymore yeah it's just very when i mean lady, when the one lady went to go get her daughter and tried to break her out the hotel and it's and and that's why that's why i want to harken back to like i said i've had family members that have dealt with abuse and stuff like that and it, it's it's not as easy as people that haven't went through abuse feel like it is to escape the abuse i believe there was a there was a statistic it might have even been on that documentary where they said uh like it takes a a person that's being abused like seven times or yeah, something like to that, leave that to leave. You know what I'm saying? Leave seven times. But I definitely believe that whether it's an abusive relationship, physically, emotionally, psychologically, if they do, it's just cheating. I think when a woman or man is done wrong in a situation, it's easier for the outsider to be like, mm, you know, just like it's easier for me to be like, oh, I didn't really feel as though some of that was genuine versus, OK, you didn't have to walk in my shoes. And that's like with some of the things that we went through, it could have been easier for a lot of people to be like, oh, you need to be gone. But mm-hmm. I'm the one in the situation and it's it's harder for you to be like, OK, because you remember you have all the memories and and all of the the good times and the laughs and everything and even though it's bad right now do you really want to give up on that person right. you know kind of right. thing so it does it 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 takes a lot for a person to just really be like you know what i'm done and i'm done and i'm this time i'm not going back i'm not looking back you know i'm not turning back and it does it you you think that you're super ready and then you see that person, you may get a little weak in the knees, yeah. you get a little flutters, you may be scared, yeah. whatever the case. So it does. I mean, they love them. You don't have any money. You may have children, all of that. So. Um, yeah, I think um, it was just, I guess, overall. It was just a lot of nastiness, like just I feel like sick people. And there was a lot of people enabling them. And I feel like we as a market did, too, because I'll admit, while I'm not trying to use it as possible deniability, 
because it was like a it was like tribal knowledge to the to the whole you know culture that th- there was a sex tape i never saw the sex tape so i never actually I saw it. Yeah. See, see, <laughs> I never, and so I never, I never physically saw but it. See, unfortunately, yeah, I saw the sex tape when I was not of age to see. <laughs> see, and that's bad, and that's probably, and that I think that might have been why I didn't see it. But um, yeah, so I didn't see the sex tape, but we all knew that there was a sex tape, whether you saw it or not. Mm-hmm. You knew that there was a sex tape, and you knew that everybody knew that it was him. Yep. And yet, when he dropped music and everything like that, we still, as a culture as black people supported them and i think that i think that if we look just just looking at our people i think Mm -hmm. that if we look at black people and people might not like this but if we as black people look in the mirror we're kind of hypocritical with that because we've always feel like white people don't jump to to castate cat you know to castrate you know uh their own people that that do horrible shit like oh we all we we like to say oh well when a white person kills a bunch of people he's mentally ill he's mentally he's he's not right in the head you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying when a black person does it it's you know they're 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 thug thug. if Mm -hmm. if a if a his, uh, if a Middle Eastern person does it, he's a terrorist. He's a terrorist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's different things. So I feel like it's kind of hypocritical for us to have somebody in our culture that does the that does this stuff, and we know they do that stuff, and we kind of take up for him. And whether we do it consciously or not, it's because he's black, and it's because he's a great musician as a black person, and we always jump to that attachment. Of they're trying to tear down a black person. Um, I can honestly admit and say that I was definitely team R. Kelly without even. I mean, I knew he was a piece of shit, but I really still and I did and, and I do still like songs. But now I kind of do look at them differently because even when the surviving R. Kelly thing came out i had probably just I have R. Kelly stuff on my playlist right now, right. but it was more like. I didn't look at it. I'm not really a color person, right. I guess. So I didn't. I wasn't like, oh, because R. Kelly black, we gotta stand behind the brother. I'm. I put. It could have been psychological. Subconscious. I'm telling you. But because I really liked his music, I was like, okay. And then even when it first, even when I first saw the first couple episodes, I was still like, okay, well, where are the parents in this situation? You mm-hmm. know, still kind of being like, okay yeah that's wrong okay this is wrong this is wrong yes mm-hmm. but still you know you still got that little area where you still kind of like okay but then when we got towards the end and the parents and things like that and the parents looking for the child and the child being brainwashed oh. and things like that and the girl going back to the room and she's crying and, and things just it was a is a whole bunch and it was just like okay you can't help but look at this person differently and then you get to the point where like okay well do you still listen to his music mm-hmm. you know like he's yeah, we too. knew that he was an ancient person from the beginning this changes nothing and his lyrics but it does it 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 to me it changes it because oh them lyrics some of them lyrics just be so nasty now and it'd be like you weren't talking about nothing but this i'm right. sorry i'm sorry you but AJ talking, nothing, yeah, but AJ nothing but a number is nothing but that now that I li- like I because what I'm what even I was what, saying I was even, at that time was what I was just saying was okay it changes nothing because just a week ago you knew that he wasn't a piece of shit but now that it's opening up it's just like okay well I knew he was a piece of shit but I didn't know that this is what it said like when I listened to it after because I, I had it in my head so sometimes I had to yeah. sometimes to get a song out of your head you have to listen to it so when I did listen to it I was like damn like you know like wow like you for real and i and to be honest i always thought that Aaliyah was 18 when that song yeah, that was, was the made rumor. yeah that was the rumor so that's but what we then thought. to know that she was 15 i was like oh and and that's and that's kind of a that's kind of a theme especially back in the day with r&b artists that you know a lot of them you know everybody knows most r&b artists they they're, they get a lot of written material stuff presented to them written or they work with artists and they write stuff together so it was kind of a thing with younger R&B artists. They had older people writing for them. They would write rap. They would uh, sing 
you know older appropriate lyrics right. usher was one of the people that was singing sexual stuff at an early age you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying um I, didn't he say that R. Kelly wrote something for him? It R. Was, Kelly definitely helped help, help Usher was, write some stuff. It was some younger <coughs> artist. I can't remember who it was that I think R. Kelly wrote something for them. And I think their parent was like, you can't sing this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's you are young and you talking about this. Like, yeah. nah, he can't sing. He that or she. I want to I, I want to think that it was Usher, that he may have written a song for him yeah. and someone stepped in was like, he can't talk about this. Like, yeah. nah, like this is too risque. Yeah. And, and, and you think about, and like I said, you think about some of his lyrics and you break them shits down and it, and you, and you can't help but be like, okay, may, okay, before I knew this or before I started feeling this way, these lyrics were exactly the same, right? That he right. said the exact same thing. Yeah, that's but all, now that's it feels so different, and it's like, while I back then I didn't think you were saying anything crazy. It, it now it can't mean nothing else, right? When you say, my mind's telling me no, but my body, <laughs> my body's telling me yes, right? Right, that's fine. But then when you say this line, I don't want to hurt nobody. Well, why would you say I don't want to hurt nobody? But it's something that I must. But it's something confess. that I must confess. Ah, oh goodness! Like <laughs> he yes. had to get, he had to confess very badly, and he was he was in the booth killing it. Like I'm about to, I don't see nothing wrong. Well, a little bit. So, like, right like, it, like I said, that was the that's the line that that's the part of that beginning intro that makes me feel like it's creepy when you say I don't want to hurt nobody. Like. We're not talking about hurting nobody, right? I thought you were talking about... <laughs> Ain't it? Like, okay. And even the... And that's why I keep going back to the AJ Number number song because I'm, I'm guessing R. Kelly wrote it, but he wrote it in a way that Aaliyah was like, hey, I'm down with the shits if you down with the shits, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean... And, and Sparkle Sparkle said, too, that um that there was a point in time where, where he wanted... He, spoke to her and wanted him wanted them to give off the impression that they were together even though they weren't because Mm -hmm. he always thought that was a gimmick that could sell more music and remember they talked about that in the dvd that he wanted to um he wanted he kind of let let the rumor be out there that he was dating Aaliyah. they never really denied it denied it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but you know i guess at some point in time we ended up finding out that that was real and it's just crazy because it's just like okay everybody thought that they was together i'm guessing maybe because she was per preceded or portrayed excuse me to be 18 so everybody was like oh yeah they're they dating are they together then they say no it's like oh we can't tell we can't tell boom yeah marriage license marriage license what and then even the guy, he was just like, yeah, I falsified documents. Sicko. How could you? He pissed me off. I think I heard he turned himself in. He should have. For some mother, something else. I think I don't know. Scumbag. And Hold on, why would you? But you have, I haven't heard you call R. Kelly a scumbag yet. Because I, I, I say he ain't shit all the time. I knew he was a piece of shit. I knew R. Kelly was a piece of shit. He just sang good. He sang the songs. But he a piece of shit. I've been saying that he'd been a piece of shit since 97. He piece of oh. shit. Like, you know, but I mean, it's just and his brother did not make his case at all. Man. Yo, Mr. you ever incarcerate. have oh. You ever have that person that comes Horrible. in like to try to help you but they not they not helping your case and you're just like, like yo, bro, shut up. I like just without you. I appreciate it though, but we're gonna have to cut you out. Yeah, I was like, probably better without you, though. He sucks. So <laughs> but at the end of the day, it yeah, did it was bring it us was sick. It was sick too when he said it. Like when he said, like you know, I got, I like you know older women. He like younger women. Everybody got a preference. Legs crossed, shoulders up and down. You just to the like, side. Everybody got a preference. No, but that's not a preference you're like supposed to have. This dude was. <laughs> But you know what? Jail, but you know what? I'm, it's it's pretty obvious, man. It's pretty yeah. obvious that that family probably just has a lot of abuse running through it. Yeah, like, you know, a lot of sexual because abuse and stuff like that. The brother in jail. The other one seemed like he couldn't get himself together. He was very emotional. R. Kelly is R. Kelly. You know. So, I mean, at the end of the day, this 
this documentary had us to the point where we had to sit down our own daughter mm-hmm. and be like, hey, if not even just about anything sexual, we are the kind of parents that I'm you can tell me whatever it is yeah. that you need to tell me. Yeah. But we we are going to have a talking relationship. You know, I still my mom is still in, you know, still around. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And she's pretty old school. So it was like she's very, more of a very old school. She's more of a you do what I say, not as I do. Don't yeah. talk back. Yeah. Which uh, you know we're southern, so I'm yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. You know you respect your elders. I have a lot of that as well, but I'm and I'm not saying that you know I'm not for spanking a child if a child needs to be spanked. Then that is a parent call, but that's not my go-to. My go-to is even with our four-year-old is. I'm going to talk to you because I need you to learn how to use your words. And I don't want you to be not necessarily afraid of me. Know that I am not the one to fuck with. Like, remember who your mother is at the end of the day. But I don't want you to be afraid of me. Like, oh, my gosh, I just wrecked the car. Yeah. What am I going to do? You on the side of the road. And instead of you calling me or your dad, you going to get in the car with someone who stopped. Do you need a ride? And you in the car because you afraid that you can't tell us. So you trying to fix it yourself? No, I need you to come to us. Yeah. And like you said when we were speaking to her, it's not that we're always going to agree with you. And it's not even that we're always going to fly off the deep end either. Yeah. But know that we are the ones that have your back. Yeah. I don't want like, and I urge anybody that has kids, especially if they're getting close to the teenage years. That you have a talk with them because, <clears throat> listen, we're way more advanced with probably the stuff we were doing at age at certain ages than our parents were. And them as well to their parents and, you know, vice versa. And then and, and the changes keeps going on. So it's like. I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. But anyway, so it's like these kids nowadays, especially with social media, they're they're doing a lot more stuff at an earlier age. Yeah. So like I said, if your teens are getting to that, that if your kids are getting to that teenage years close to them or in them, you need to have that talk with them that they can come tell you anything because what happens is you have these predators out here and these predators date. Like, like I said, that's why they prey on children and young people because they're easily manipulated and it's easy to manipulate a child or a young person into believing that hey if you tell anybody i'll kill you or i'll harm you or i'll harm your family members somebody you love or it's easy to make a child believe that they're doing something wrong as well so they feel guilty and they don't want to talk about it to nobody because they feel like they're doing something wrong or if it's somebody that that child loves that's abusing them they may say don't say nothing or they're going to be what you I'm, made me do yeah. but it or was no, even, or I'm going to get in trouble or you know what you I'm wouldn't want to see me in trouble yeah you wouldn't would want to see me in trouble you want to see me go to jail that was something that they did touch on in the documentary as well that that R. Kelly went after the weaker minded women whether it was 17 whether it was 15 or whether it was children, a full adult exactly because they were like if you were a strong minded woman then you can i can smash you for the night but if you was a weaker minded woman oh let me go ahead and move you into the house mm-hmm. so that's sorry so that was that's definitely something that is the truth like i i don't i don't care what it is but uh, I don't care what it is that you have to tell me as yeah. far as your child. You need to be able to talk to me about anything. 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 There's nothing that you can't talk to me. It about. may not be as serious as someone messing with your privates. It yeah. could be anyway. It could be bullying. It could be whatever. I'm going to need you to tell me though. Yeah. And even when, um, you know, I, I try to just monitor my kid and look at her look at the way that she walks she talks you know and if there's something off i'm the first one or the second one if her dad hasn't caught it to be like are you okay anybody messing with your privates uh you know what's going on so i mean 
it just, it definitely caused us to have a sit down and come to Jesus meeting yeah. with our kid and be like, look, I, this is very serious. Yes. And we need and to, I had to tell, tell her because she was kind of she was kind of smiling at first because Leah gets like that. It's a coping me- mechanism. I think she smiles and giggles and laughs and jokes. I, I she gets it from me, I think. She she's, from me when too because I, I laugh at inappropriate stuff yeah. and I sh- and not, it's not that I'm trying to it's, yeah you know yeah so you know I, we had to tell her like no this is a very very serious conversation that we're having with you and and we're being very serious when we tell you that there should be nothing that you can't tell us and even when you had to leave and go to the radio station she I guess she kind of really thought about it and was like you guys talk more well not that much more but yeah she because when you left she was just like, so what she well, what happened? Like, did you guys, well, where did this come from? Did you guys watch something? And I said, well, we were watching, you know, a documentary mm-hmm. about R. Kelly. And we found out there was some stuff in there that we felt as though we needed to talk to you about. And I was like, you, I really need you to understand and know that we are here for you. And like you said, well, right before you left, there's nobody that's going to love you like your parents. Right love you now i don't know everybody's parental situation with their parents or how you parent your child but i'm speaking to you and about your parents exactly yeah we adore you like we play and we wrestle and we have fun you get on our nerves sometimes a lot of times yeah and we get on your damn nerves too Mm -hmm. like we get on each other's nerves you know we we have a great time you know there's ups and downs, and with her becoming a teenager lord I'm gonna need Jesus. Yeah, a and like times. we told her, but at the end of the day, I need you to know that I don't care how annoyed or how upset that you think I may be. You need to come to me, and there's stuff that she does come to me about, and I told her no matter how minuscule, I don't care. Like I gave the example of, oh, Dad, I needed a number two pencil for today for the test. And I had a number two pen. Like, if you feel like you need to share, then share. I don't care how minuscule or how big the situation may be. Yeah. I want to know. Tell me what you have to say. You know, feel comfortable with coming to me with whatever. But because there's a little nasty ass people and not just men out right. there that's nasty, nasty asses that they will try to get you. And. I'm sorry, I know you have something to say. I just wanted to touch on it real quick. Like, boys or girls, they're not told enough how awesome they are, how great they are, how beautiful you are. By the people that it matters matters to hear from. Exactly. So then when you hear from a a woman or a man, I don't judge, that, oh, you're so handsome. Oh, you do this great. Oh, you do Mm -hmm. that great. They start candy you them compliments like candy they're gonna be like oh shit like you really get me you really you know because i don't hear that at home i don't get that any other time like no it needs to be oh you're so beautiful you're so great thank you my dad tells me all the time my mom tells me that all the time you ain't gonna just get in my drawers because you think i'm pretty okay thank you next you know i agree um yeah and and there was things that you know we told her like plain and simple like you know when you get when you as you get older you're gonna do dumb things you're gonna do things that's gonna be against what we tell you to do that's gonna be against the rules or something that you know that you shouldn't be doing you're gonna do it you're gonna make those mistakes but we don't ever want you to feel like you dug yourself in such a deep hole that we wouldn't be willing to help you get out of it like i don't care if you 15 years old and you and you want to go to some party we say you can't go to no goddamn party so you wait till we go to sleep and you sneak out the goddamn window you go to this party you get next drunk. thing next thing you know you're you get drunk and and you can't figure out you know what i'm saying or or say for example you go with a friend that's driving and you don't drink let's just say you don't drink mm-hmm. but your friend that's driving got drunk mm-hmm. and that's the only person that's going to drive you don't need to be getting behind the car with somebody drunk driving. So, you know what just happened? You just have to. You just have to get caught now. You stranded. You have to get yourself. You have to get yourself out of that situation. That and you can call you us now. Now, will you get in trouble for sneaking out and going to a party? Absolutely. Of course you will. Of course you're going to get in trouble. But you not getting in the car with that drunk person. And that that being the reason that you called when you could have maybe got away with it or could have went more on with it, we're going to respect you for that. 
mm-hmm. and you're not going to get as much of a punishment as you would have gotten if we had to catch you mm-hmm. because for one you you admitted to it and two it was because it was a adult decision or a, a smart decision to make and i'm really glad that we are teaching her that now mm-hmm. as far as you know she she all we always tell her like don't let me have to find out things in the street you need to be the one to come to me and tell me whatever the case may be versus one time when she didn't tell oh, me about had, her oh, make had, her day slip oh, we had to mold her into that that she got and she hid it in the closet and i know some people were just like oh well it's just a little slip from the, the school like is, no it's no. not about the slip from school because Aaliyah is a social butterfly our daughter Aaliyah is a social butterfly and she gonna talk wherever she is to whomever mm-hmm. in the class there is no place in the classroom they can put her that she ain't gonna talk okay we get that so now that you have to you were talking so much that you now have to get a slip of paper sent home from school saying oh well I told Aaliyah to be quiet she wouldn't be quiet and I gave her three seconds she wouldn't do it Da-da-da-da. whatever's on the paper now it's like okay that it goes from being Okay, I have to sign this paper when you know that recess is for you to be talking. It goes from maybe a slight conversation to possibly grounded to now I got to dig in your ass because now you're lying. You're hiding stuff from me. You're lying. I'm asking you how school went. Oh, everything is fine to the point where the teacher is now calling me and say, hey, there's the slip of paper that you were supposed to have signed. Where is it? I ask you about it. Oh, what? Oh, now we want to tell the no. You when I asked you how was school and this and the third, that's when you present me with the paper. And it did go a couple times where, you know, we we had to continue to reiterate it. Mm-hmm. But she pretty much has it now that you know I'm gonna get into way less trouble if I just keep it a buck with my parents. Yeah, because. I green shit will start flying out my mouth and my head gonna start spinning around if you lie to me and if you over here trying to be sneaky just keep it real I always keep it real with you and maybe that's unorthodox as a parent I always keep it real with no, my kids no because I kids, never kids lie to aren't them dumb. kids aren't dumb because these kids nowadays unless they it's ha- about Santa Claus they have like yeah they have access to information mm-hmm. they have access to information they can find things out in a flash and while we ushered in new we ushered in our generation ushered in new age technology like we know how to do things with technology that most people our age their parents don't know how to do those things Mm -hmm. right now as our kids get to our age they're i don't i don't see it happening but there may be technical technology I'm, there's a word that needs to go there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There may be technology that we... I was trying to say something kind of different, but there may be technology that we don't know how to operate. Mm-hmm. When we get older, I don't see it happening. I feel like we would just... Because we understand technology, I feel like we would do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, computers and smartphones were not a thing of our parents' childhood. Right. They were a thing of ours, though. Right. So, so like the 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 kids have access to all of this information. It's not to me. It's not smart to lie to your child. Like you hold, you can hold back truths that they may not be ready for yet. And 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 that's what I mean. That's what we mean by keep it one hundred with them. That's what we mean by don't lie to them. We'll tell Leah if that's a talk that she's not privy to at the moment. We'll tell her that. Well, I know you will. To me. I feel as though it's a no holds bar. Now I'm not gonna talk to you as no, if you're you, one. I'm not gonna talk to you like you're one of my girlfriends and, and right. just keep it real raw with you. Right. But I feel as though if you're old enough to ask me a question, I'm gonna break it down as juvenile as I can, so that you'll. I'm not gonna over explain it to you. Like when we went to go see Leah, really, really wanted to see the Boo movie with Tyler Perry that movie he said ho so many times that she looked at me and was like what's a ho and i was like (laughs) thank you very much tyler so (laughs) i wasn't like oh yeah somebody that busted open for a buck no it's someone who doesn't necessarily respect themselves and they go out and they have sex for money right i get what you're saying if they can ask then maybe they're old enough to know but i feel like 
some things certain ages are not old enough to understand so therefore it doesn't like what really warrant like for example if leary heard somebody say sex and she come up to you and say mommy what's sex you're going to explain to our four-year-old child what sex is or are you just going to say that's something that adults do when they love each other it's much different <laughs> with if it's much different if she and i know that she because the first thing i'm asking her is where'd, where'd you, hear you that get it from? from right that's and that's what i mean now if she's just if she overheard someone say sex and said oh well such and such said sex okay obviously you don't have any inkling or recollection of what that means right so i don't have to sit here and explain to you something that people do you know blah 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 but if she was saying oh well my friend such and such said that she thought her mom and dad on top of you and she starts to get into it oh okay so then that's a different conversation so clear this up right it's a Mm -hmm. different it's different how it's presented because that's the first thing and that's even what i asked you like where how did you get on this subject oh well this happened and if she's like oh well me and my friends was talking about it. oh okay well let me go ahead and give you the right information so that you don't go around here with the wrong information are we ever are we ever gonna share how Aaliyah got privy to that topic maybe on a later podcast no of course of course that's an episode I don't I don't <laughs> mind being open yeah so we can no we're not we're not wrapping up yet but uh it's it's I don't know it's just it was just to go back to where we were back onto our trail it was just something that really opened my eyes and I think that a lot of problems in especially black households is we kind of we kind of build a culture we kind of build a culture of secrecy and Very we and, and so. we normalize secrecy in our household especially one thing that most black people can tell you that their parents said to them is don't ever put our business out on the street. What happens in my house stays in my house. Exactly. And you don't really understand that that's creating a culture of secrecy. Like there's secrets that need to be held in certain places. And when you don't and when you don't specify with your kids like okay this is why I tell you because my mom never told me why not why to keep the secrets in our house she never told me why mm-hmm. when you get older you realize the reason is is because for one it's nobody's business mm-hmm. two people looking in from the outside sometimes misconceive things may not find that joke that you that we are laughing about to be funny exactly not saying that it's anything super inappropriate but we may have a different kind of sense of humor than someone else may have we may be joking about something that someone else will be like oh you can't joke with a 11 year old about this that and the third and and i did have to have a talk with leah and it was about something minuscule leah likes to tell stories like her mother Mm -hmm. and you know your boy verse basically told me that i was long-winded in this house so that's why i've been keeping my stories to a minimum mm-hmm. <laughs> but leah likes to tell stories as well but she likes to tell stories that happen in the house to other family members which is fine but at a certain point you have to know where the line is my mom was just like why you gotta tell everything yeah, yeah, stuff that, that happens in the house needs to stay in the house and leah was a little confused she was she just was like, like why? why like they're family mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah you're right they are family however some, some stuff we just don't need everybody to know some stuff is private some stuff that you may not want your aunties or uncles to know if you got in trouble about one thing or another do you want me to go and tell them what you what happened or what you did or you know something that could be embarrassing to you like Mm -hmm. if you know you and i told her i said well for example if you started your menstrual and you know you had a spot on your pants do you want me to go to thanksgiving dinner and tell everybody about the story about right. the time you got your menzies right no and she was like oh okay and that and you know breaking it down to a level where they understand like mm-hmm. someone should have broken down to you and i right of why we have to keep this under wraps then it will be like oh okay now i get it but mm-hmm. if you don't then you're just like okay whatever i can't say whatever's happening in my house because i stay in my house right and like and like i said i I, and and do you do you do you uh agree with what i'm saying like it creates a culture of secrecy to where that if if you don't break it down for them they normalize secrecy and they rationalize it and they they uh uh there's a word i'm trying to think of right there i'm I'm losing words today 
but um yeah they 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 uh let it they let it go in certain places as well like they'll put it in certain places and and there'll be secrecy there mm-hmm. and there's secrecy here mm-hmm. and you and i feel like you have to teach your child what things are secrets and what are not and that's kind of the emphasis of the talk we had like they ain't no now we might tell you to keep secrets from other people that mm-hmm. you l- may love and that you may respect and stuff like that about our house but everything outside our house is not to be kept or any even inside our house everything in your life until you an adult is not to be kept secret from us and even then because you didn't done so much you ain't gonna want to keep no secrets from us but I, I completely agree. I, I just think that I'm glad that we have been speaking with her for so long since she was small that, you know, we just talked about anything you have to come to me about. And like even when she got, you know, little crushes and little boyfriends and things like that, she'll come and, you know, we'll sit and we'll talk about mm-hmm. whatever it is that she want to talk about. And she knows that she's able to talk to me or you now no, no. you now it, it is now you because she didn't understand that first so she even asked me she was just like well you know dad says that i can talk to him about it um but do you think he's gonna get mad i was like i can't promise you that he won't get mad but he does want to be involved i need you to encourage her too because i'm gonna do my best and it is very it's very um beneficial i got a word it's very it's very beneficial to her to speak to me because I I'm, I don't give no fucks. Okay, guy code is being broken, but in the relationship between me and my daughters. Okay, I'm telling them every motherfucking thing, every motherfucking thing. Too. Okay, but see, yeah, but you still you not you still not a man exactly. too. Exactly, so. and she thinks that you're just like boys. What a shotgun at and blow everybody face off. No, That's and exactly it's because what I know what thinks. they little what they be thinking with they little Peter Peckers. I know what they be thinking. <sighs> And this it's not it's not popping over here, cause it's not. It's showing. I said it's not but popping see, over here, cause. But yeah, we went right <laughs> over that those two gang. Okay, um, but no, I I think that's what she honestly thinks, and I tell her all the time. I was like, I don't really think that your dad is the one that you really need to worry about. Like, you can tell me whatever you want to tell me, but at the end of the day, I will put a gun. You know, I'm not even gonna say because we won't air. But at the end of the day. I'm not the one that you want to fuck with as far as my daughter. I have no problem with shaking you down. I have no problem with doing a background check on you. I have no problem with taking a hair sample as mm-hmm. well as your license plate numbers. Fuck it. Give but, me a blood sample. I don't give a fuck. But what, like, if, but, what if, but what if his mom got a problem with it? I don't give a fuck. Then keep your little <laughs> raggedy motherfucking child away from my child then, bitch. Like if, they, if we, you know what? Say so you done, you done hit a yeah, nerve. I'll push the button. Like, I'll I push the button. I, I, don't, purpose. I don't care. Like, and I tell my daughter, <laughs> I tell my daughter that I don't care if she like boys or girls. I don't judge. Like, you know, I, I don't care either way. Mm-hmm. This person has to be able to respect you at the end of the day. Right. Now, if you you little little punk bitch that oh well my mom don't want you then you can get the fuck away from my kid Mm -hmm. this is what's gonna go down because i'm gonna make sure for the most part you both are safe but i have to make sure that you are not an unsub yes that you are not a crazy ass motherfucker that wants to go out here and just rape my child or try to do and manipulate her and treat her any kind of way so i am gonna third degree you i'm a third degree the shit out of your ass yeah and and i and and just going back to what you were saying about not caring if it was a girl or a boy that they like you know i don't really care about that either but I do want grandchildren. I need a grand. I, I want a grandson. I, I want, and we understand in that when when we have a grandson, that he is like the prodigal prince. Like he's the the chosen one. Like this guy. Everybody's gonna be mad. Like ah, he always treat Quantavius like whoa. <laughs> Quant. Okay, first of all, ain't gonna be no ghetto ass. I mean, I don't. Anyone out there uh, named Quantavius? I'm sorry. I'm not judging your name, but we are not getting no Quantaviuses <laughs> in our family. I just don't agree. Um, but I mean, yeah, of course, because I always wanted a boy, and right. I cried both times when they told me that it was a girl. I was like, Damn. I was, I was happy the first time. I, I'm not to say I was unhappy. You had that was, hard sigh. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted the son the second time because everybody gassed help. you up too. Everybody gassed you up and was like, "It's a boy. Look how yeah. she can it. Look how low it is. Look mm-hmm. at the full moon. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a boy. It's a boy. It's a boy. It's a boy. And then uh, they we told get me to, to the do damn. it with socks on. I had socks on. <laughs> Everything. I was like, man, I thought I did all the procedures. It was not working either. It didn't, and then it was like, oh. 
wait because you know she was face down in the belly and then she was like oh wait it's a it's a girl <sighs> like it was a hard time I just mm-hmm. looked up at you you all right i love lyric i love lyric, I love lyric. she's my baby. my baby she's my baby so you know how it is it's, as as parents you know you deal with that and then you know they got methods out here now where you can uh specify the damn gender of your child if you want to mm. that's for rich yeah, people though. Be doing that hoodoo, hoodoo. but um yeah so i i think like i said we wanted to talk about that because we wanted to broaden it and talk about less surviving r kelly and more of you know how to how to make sure your kids can survive because we all know when we were teenagers we did stupid shit and our teenagers gonna do stupid shit and they're gonna and their teenagers are gonna do stupid shit it's always gonna happen but as a parent you can't be i feel as though we're not telling anybody what to do and how to raise their their kids but i feel as though as a parent i can't afford to put off my child as if they can't they can't come to me about certain stuff because i'm just gonna be fly off yeah the fly end. off the deep end just be completely negative about it no and like i said that's something we had to instill in our our oldest daughter very and it looks like Lyrie's gonna have to have the same thing happen to her mm-hmm. but we had to instill that in our daughter early on that even when people didn't understand why are you touched that's a child why are you talking yeah to her why are you why are you having this conversation that's a child you putting her in time out you go tell her or you're gonna spank her butt because she's and, lying right? that's what we're talking about because huh? she was lying yeah whether yeah. she yeah whether she was lying or whatever if i have to pop your butt i'm gonna tell you why i'm gonna pop you if i have to put you in the corner i'm gonna tell you why i'm gonna put you in the corner if you got to go to your room i'm gonna tell you why you right. gonna tell your daughter what yes she has a hundred percent right to know why she's either about to get this pop on the butt why she got to go to her room why wouldn't you tell somebody why you gonna send somebody to their room and they don't know why that's just like when an officer pull you over what am i getting pulled over for sir whatever the case may be i'm gonna ask you why like why are Mm -hmm. you doing whatever you're doing the kid has the right to know why they're in trouble just like you have the right to know why you're getting pulled over so and i'm glad that that's something that we instilled into Aaliyah, and that we're still doing it and we're doing it with lyric but i mean i'm i'm just glad that you know we're on i feel as though we're on the right track yeah to saving our kid before they need to be saved and i hope that there's never an instance that we have to go through any of this anything to a point where we feel as though we have to go hard but it's just like you know the saying goes i'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it right and that's whether it's a weapon or knowledge or whatever the case may be i completely agree and i want to say too that you know, as parents and, and everybody, especially us, yeah, especially us, we're not perfect as parents. You know what I mean? And and, How far? and it's always the first it's always new. Like every mm-hmm. as we as as we're going on, like the only child we're gonna have come into with experience is lyric. That's mm-hmm. it. As Leah grows, like everything with lyric lyric or with Leah is freestyle. Mm-hmm. It's all freestyle and feeling your way through the dark room. And, you know, I just, you know, want parents to know, like, you know, it's it's frustrating. It's okay to be frustrated as parents. It's okay to feel like, okay, maybe I could be better as a parent because we all have room to grow in everything that we do anyway. Mm-hmm. But just protect your kids, man. Just Hell protect yeah, your kids. yeah, from it's, everything, but pedophiles and everything. I mean, I mean, people who, you know, you think that they're your friends and even when I had this conversation with you know with my mom you know we were just talking about the whole R. Kelly thing Mm -hmm. and you know it's just like even if you have a close family friend I have girls and I'm not saying I don't I don't trust you I do trust you but at the end of the day I have to be very mindful about who's around even if it's a family friend even no you don't need to sit on such and such's lap for what you don't need to go is your dad going with you when you go with uncle such and such no then why do you need to go you know like Mm -hmm. it's just something where you even though you trust your friend 
and you trust your child, you never know what someone has. Like I've known plenty of people who have gotten molested because oh, it's just uncle such and such, it's just auntie such right, and such. Right. Nah, yeah. it's not just that. And that I keep a very close eye on things like that. So you just got to be mindful and and love on your kids. You Notice to. when something's different. When they're walking different, talking different, acting different, breathing different. Just be like, okay. You'll hear my helicopter propellers. Yeah. Because I'm one of them. Yeah. Protect your kids. Um, Real quick. Rolly with love? Yes. So let's, I'm going to start off. some love. Go ahead. And just saying that I don't know about nobody else, but I love when my man prays. It's just like mm, when you done talking to Jesus, I'm going to need you to come over here with all the luscious anointing you got on you, boy. Like, I love it. I love when you talk about God. I love when we pray together. I just be like, mm, some of these feelings don't know. But that's something I really do love. I love when you want to get closer to God. I love when you pray and when you seek Jesus first because you are the head and I follow right behind you. So that's something I really, really love about you. Mm. Mine's a bit more. Uh, thank you. I'm sorry. Thank you for <laughs> that. I love you. Um, mine's a bit more shallow, a, a lot more shallow than yours. I guess. Jeez. Yeah. It's not deep today. Um, I really Can love you that in? you, mix it up with your hair I think you keep you, me girl. interested you keep me interested you keep me on the edge of my seat which is funny because I've never colored it I just do you different stuff yes you haven't <laughs> and you'll get to coloring at some point in time I think you will but I don't know um but you know I really do love that you switch it up that you continue to give yourselves new looks I don't know if you just like to look different or if you feel like you do it to to keep it fresh with me or not but I love it and I want you to know that I love it and every hairstyle that you have has been beautiful looks great on you thanks babe for the most part though just to piggyback off of that and I do things that I know that you like like at one point in time I wanted to cut my hair and you was like "Uh, don't do it but then again my face is kind of fat so I was just like you know what you're right so I'll I'll (laughs) definitely not do something that I know that you don't like but I'll I will recycle styles that I know that you like. Like, I know you like braids, so I'll get braids because you like them. I, I hate taking out braids, mm-hmm. but because I know that you like them, I'll, I'll do that. But for the most part, like, I can only keep a style for a certain amount of time, and then I just get tired of it. I'm like, okay, what do I want to do next? But it's always good when you when you like it. So, thanks, babe. I love it. I love it a lot. And um, most of our episodes, we try to keep the songs kind of relevant to what we were talking about but i fought and fought and simone didn't agree z didn't agree right from the beginning but i didn't want to play any r kelly songs tonight and she wanted to because it was relevant it it was and it makes perfect sense why she wanted to play them because it was relevant so today the songs are not as relevant but either way we want to thank you guys for tuning in before we I think that this song is relevant because even though I think this goes with the self esteem about a girl. Yeah. You're because right. she has no problem with being with somebody else's man, even if it's just for the night. But then in the middle of the song, she be like, Oh, I need I need a couple more of them. Yeah. You know, it starts to be that more and more. So good job. Yeah. Oh well. I guess it does go with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, thank you guys for tuning in. As usual, I am VA Verse, and across from me, as always, is the beautiful, <laughs> incomparable Z. All right, guys, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. You say you got a girl. How you want me? How you want me when you got a girl? Feeling is reckless. I'm doing it selfish. Knowing I'm desperate, getting on in your love, falling all over love. I do it till it's last. Hanging on the back, all of you last. Like, is you coming home? Is you out with her? I don't care long as you care about that's dirty. No later than drop them drugs.
say I'm in the mood for a little bit more I mean I'm saying what kind of teachers two days I need me least by four of them, more of them, more You on me, on us, just tell me you want me Drop them drawers, you know what you are